0: Death Cab for Cutie played a show in South Carolina last week, and the uh, singer stormed off stage in the middle of their last song. He was upset about equipment failure, but then the rest of the band stopped playing too because they were afraid the place might be under attack. Oh no! Uh, here is some audio of them playing, some video on Bone TV where they uh, stopped playing for a second here. <laughs> Throws the microphone down. Drummer stops playing. Then he's like, should we keep going? I don't know. What was he so mad at? So there is problems with the uh, with the sound equipment. Uh, they had problems with that. And then uh, they saw some people fighting in the audience. And security guards were rushing there to break it up. And they thought that maybe there was an attack. Let's going take on. a break before we get shot. They didn't know exactly what was happening. Well, I love that
1: the singer is the only one that leaves. Yeah, doesn't right. communicate to the rest of the band. Hey, it might be an attacker. Here is the uh, the bass player Nick Hammer
0: explaining what exactly Adam! happened.
2: It's kind of a non-story, really. I think there maybe there's just too much mystery hanging around it. It got spun as like we, you know, we left the stage mid-set. It was the last twenty seconds of the last song, uh, and Ben's. Uh, all of his equipment failed at the exact kind of unrelated moment that there was a giant fight in the front of us and we would have finished the song but jason we're all feeling a little skittish after orlando and things were just not sure what was happening and suddenly you know there was this moment in the crowd where we don't really see this kind of energy happen in the front of us and and the crowd parted and everybody's pointing at the ground and security guards pulling people out and full Nelsons and we don't really know what's happening. It gets kind of scary. So we stop as a band thinking somebody's hurt or something's happening. But that also just happened to coincide with the same other thing that was happening with Ben, which was all of this gear problem. So We just left the stage, did a reset, and then we came back out and played the encore that we were going to play. Oh, they came out and played
1: anyway. Yeah, they came back out. There you go. So
0: you're telling me they know that they're going to do an encore?
3: (laughs) They do. No. Don't ruin it. Did I ever tell you about the fight I got in with Death Cab for Cutie's tour manager? Why? Uh, Because I used to do nights, so I was the night DJ, and I would also do the morning show. I was the producer and a co-host on the morning show, but i come back and do nights, and so when Death Cab to Cutie came for town, I had given away tickets all week long, and they had said, hey, do you want to go out and do the stage announcements yeah. I had never done them before I was very nervous it was my first time in front of a big crowd it was at the house of blues in Atlantic City so there were a lot of people sure. there I get up there and they go hey make it quick just go up and say hey your spaz was my name for that yeah hey, this is spaz from the night show and blah 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 and and then just say here comes uh, death cat for cutie I did exactly that but I guess I went up there and I said there's a lot of hot girls here tonight good luck fellas that upset the band so oh, much. Oh no. You said they were hot girls. That's the torment because they're not. That's what not what Death Cab for Cuties all about. They're not all about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. They're oh. about making peaceful melodies. Then why for make a Bunch of emo jerk offs. So I ended up getting pulled off in front of everybody that I knew because Atlantic City is where I'm from. Right. they were all people that I grew up with. That was the my generation. Rob, you did the right
1: thing. Let me tell you a couple of lessons. Uh, <laughs> one, uh, when they t- when I go up to the stage and the manager was like. So how long do you need out there? And I always go, about a half hour. Meanwhile, I'm, I'm planning on 30 seconds. Yeah. But I always go, we got about a half hour. You guys got that time? And they always look at each other, and I go, just give me the microphone. We're planning out a two-minute oh, speech. Yeah. Just go. I'm going out there and saying hi, everybody. My favorite is whenever they say, now, don't say, here is
0: so-and-so band. Right. Say, uh, coming up. Right, because it's so-and-so. not coming out right,
1: right. now They're not following. because they have a special – intro that right. they like to come out to. Like, oh, okay, whatever. Uh, my favorite was the, uh, what was that comedy tour?
3: Oh, the, um, the yeah, that you did. at the
1: Comedy Central Rock'em yeah. Sock'em comedy tour with Amy oh, Schumer yeah, and the all Oddball f- yeah.
3: comedy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's it. <laughs> f- yeah. Yeah. it. Yeah.
3: Something. <laughs> I
1: went up there about halfway through. They had, they had So they have Jeff Ross as their MC for the night, and then they're like, we're going to bring you up before Hannibal Burris, but you're going to go up an intro that were taking a break. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, so, oh, and they were like, thing. "Who's ready for a break?" Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, "Don't say anything about this. Don't say anything about that. I got up right out of the gate, and I was like, "I think Jeff Ross has cancer because he was bald." And I, and uh, and then they had signs everywhere: "No photography. No photography." And I encouraged everybody at that point to reach in their pocket, take out of the cameras, and take a picture of me, and then tweet it using the hashtag <laughs> no pictures And I was like, "Oh, I walked off stage, and they all were like." What did you do? And I I walked off stage, walked out, got in my car and drove right out of the gate. (laughs) I didn't even stop to talk to anybody.
3: Yeah, I freaked out. I I
1: never met him. I've been backstage for every... Major band, you pick up major band. And I've been backstage for it, and the biggest douchebags were the Oddball Comedy Festival people. Really? Yeah, yeah
3: I thought I was gonna lose my job. I thought that was because it got so bad when they drugged me off stage. I go, well, this is it. They're clearly gonna fire me for this now, and nothing ever came of it. I went home. spent no. That happened on a Friday night. I sat in my room at my parents' house until Monday morning, going, "I'm gonna get fired." And that yeah, Monday, nobody even. I said did. Anything.
1: I did stage announcements for. Um, Foreigner and somebody else, two yeah. dumb bands at Harb talked me into doing it. And I go out there, and the guy hands me the mic, and I grab the mic like this, and I hold it at the front, and I go, all right, everybody, and the guy's, like, screaming at me after it was over, and I went, what? And he goes, you don't hold the microphone up at the top like that, then it muffles it, and then I go, okay, well, I've never been here before. Why are you yelling at me? And I <laughs> threw the microphone out of <laughs> Then the best is that concert ended up getting canceled because it rained, yeah. and they came back like six weeks later. And the guy goes to hand me the microphone, and I go, "Should I hold it at the top or the bottom?" And he, and he just looked at me and started laughing. And he goes, "I'm sorry." I go, "It's all right."
0: I had uh, two oh, things. Yuck. One, I had to introduce uh, Seven Dust, and they go, uh, uh-huh. "Don't take the mic off the stand and don't move the stand at all." And I go, "Okay, fine, whatever." Not realizing Lejon from Seven Dust is about four four foot. Eight. foot. Is he? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. he's tiny. So I come walking out to this, and
1: I, I Galvin <laughs> six five.
0: Uh, all right, everybody, <laughs> so like, like kneel down practically, oh, and then my buddy Kevin, like the first time he ever did a stage in- intro, he was out there and the microphone, fe- was feeding back a little bit, and he didn't know what to do, so he covered it with his hand. Oh, yeah. So it was like it was like a little doing that whatever, and he just goes, woo! <laughs> everyone's like,
1: ah, uh, what are you doing? The absolute <laughs> worst was Ribfest down at at uh, oh, Benoit Park. You
0: better intro him right.
1: And Boston was playing and it was, uh, I had to, they wanted me to introduce him as the amazing voice voice of Boston, (laughs) whatever the guy's name was. And I don't think I said it. No, no, no. no but was, they were they were clear. Like you yeah.
0: this is like his moniker, you have to say the <laughs> yeah, amazing voice of Boston so and so. I wish
1: I could remember his name so we could punk him. Yeah. I'm sure we can Google it. The amazing voice of Boston Boston Ra something with an R. Yeah. And I was like, ah eh. who I don't even think was the original singer. No, like I said I go coming up next Boston with a new singer or <laughs> yeah. something like that, just to slam it. Brad, Some other guy. There
3: was Brad Delp, Tommy nope, DiCarlo, those Friend, are the original Cosmo. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, oh Cosmo. That what is it? Frank Cosmo. Frank Cosmo. That was it. Michael oh, okay. Sweet. No, Michael Sweet's with Striper. It was Frank yes. Cosmo. The amazing voice of Boston, Frank Cosmo. That was it. Nice. Douchebag. Steve
3: Stephen Julie Weintraub here for the Golden Diamond Source. If you're thinking about getting engaged, Golden Diamond Source is your one-stop destination.
1: Shop, compare, and save at the Golden Diamond Source.
2: 3800 Olmerton Road.
1: Or online at goldendiamondsource.com.